0: Good afternoon, it is Niall Boylan on the uh, podcast today, with you right through to one o'clock for the next hour or so. A lot to get through. Uh, But the main thing we want to focus on is whether you would want a liberal or a conservative government. Now, the reason I asked you that is I'm sure you're well aware of American politics and what's happening at the moment. Donald Trump facing charge after charge after charge. But of course... Donald Trump in complete and utter denial suggesting of course this is political interference and election interference we've had a lot of other news in relation to the election including Robert Kennedy Jr who we've talked about recently but lately of course Joe Rogan uh, featured him on his interview a professor in the United States said it was misinformation because of course JFK Jr. was going on about or I should say Robert Kennedy Jr. was going on about vaccines and not very very happy and this professor said it was misinformation Joe Rogan now offering 100,000 dollars if this professor is willing to come on the air and debate him with no time limits. Not only that, other big finances have jumped in and offered up to a million dollars to a charity if he takes the the offer. Uh, Other candidates in there, of course, Ronda Santes. many people believe that, well, maybe he's going to take over from Donald Trump. He's certainly not backing Donald Trump, that's for sure. He wasn't there in Miami to shake his hand as he walked into the courtroom. But the question I want to know today is, if you had an option, which you don't, but if you had an option for a liberal or conservative government, because currently in Ireland we don't really have an option, many people have said that most of our political parties are just cheeks of the same arse. In other words, essentially, they're all singing for the same hymn sheet, that they're all quite liberal. But would you prefer a conservative or Republican-style government? Remember, of course, what that entails. We could be reversing the laws on abortion. Uh, we wouldn't be supporting LGBTQ. We wouldn't be doing all those things that a liberal government would do. But how would you feel about it? you want to text us, you can. The number, as usual, 85 100 And I'm joined today to, co- to debate this. Michael Walsh, an American music critic, author, screenwriter, media critic, historian, and cultural political consultant joins me. And also, Larry Donnelly, law attorney, writer, and political contributor, and legal research lecturer at the National University of Galway. They both join me today to talk about this. Good afternoon to you, gentlemen. Or, actually, good morning to you. Because I know you're both in America at the moment. New England, Michael, is in. And also Also, hails from Clare, County Clare as well, and uh, from Galway, but currently in Boston, Larry Donnelly. Larry, I'll go to you first. Have a quick look at this. Donald Trump, just after he was in Miami court the other day, what did he say? Have a quick listen. Everybody was in shock. Nobody had ever heard of such a raid before. Can't even believe it. Who would think that that could happen today? I immediately thought of the Fourth Amendment that protects against
1: unreasonable search and seizure
2: But they did it anyway because our
1: justice
0: system has become lawless. They're using it now, in addition to everything else, to win elections. With all of this being said, and with a very dark cloud over our beloved country, I have no doubt, nevertheless, that we will make America great again. Now, Larry, of course, you have written quite extensively over the last month in relation to Donald Trump. He is a little bit like Teflon, isn't he, Larry? Nothing is sticking to him.
2: It's absolutely extraordinary the extent to which, uh, no matter what happens, uh, Donald Trump retains a stranglehold on uh, about 35 to 40% uh, of registered Republicans, which is, to me, uh, quite amazing because... Um, if you look at, at Donald Trump's politics, and you, you mentioned Ron DeSantis a minute ago, uh, Ron DeSantis is the heir apparent uh, to Donald Trump. Uh, Ron DeSantis arguably governed, would govern from the right uh, of Donald Trump. Yet uh, he doesn't have; he hasn't got, got any momentum. Uh, Donald Trump's people stay with him, and, and that's just despite all of the huge legal trouble uh, that Donald Trump finds, finds himself in all the baggage he brings with him. So I what I really struggle with, Niall, is why uh, people stay with Trump when, um, you know, on the right anyway, they have somebody who they easily could gravitate towards, who doesn't come with all of that baggage, uh, you know, who's 40 years younger uh, and, and, you know, would, would, would be, in my view, uh, a very strong candidate on a debate stage with Joe Biden but Trump retains that personal loyalty. Absolutely. Which I'd, me is extraordinary. I'd,
0: I'd imagine it's the old boys that still like him, you know, these kind of biker type style fans. Maybe it's a fan club of some description. But in saying that, the remark he makes about political interference and, you know, election interference, I mean, the comments he makes about Joe Biden having as many unclassified documents, Hillary Clinton deleting all those emails. Would it be fair to say? I mean, I'm not suggesting the man is innocent. absolutely not because clearly he's his own worst enemy. But would it be fair to say that he is being picked on?
2: Look, you know, Trump's defense is what a votay? It's it's why why are you coming after me? but but at the end of the day, why did Trump have all those documents? Why did he fight the the Justice Department every step of the way? Why wouldn't he give them up? Why, you know. Whereas on the other hand, you know, when you if you look at the early Clinton, if you look at Joe Biden, if you look at Mike Mike Pence, all of whom had classified documents, uh, and clearly that's indefensible. But they put their hands up and said, "Look, you know, come get them, take what you need." But Trump, on the other hand, fought it every step of the way. So that's the difference.
0: Mm. Okay, Michael, it's fair to say, just coming to you, uh, Donald Trump, you would have been a fan at one stage. At one point, actually, there was a possibility of being offered a job working with Donald Trump, but of course, you weren't available at the time, or or you weren't available for that opportunity at the time uh, as an advisor. But I mean, if you were an advisor right now, what would you be saying to him?
1: Well, let's uh, put it in context. Uh, The the Trump administration came to me at the near the end of the administration, and and began talking to me about various positions and what would have been the second administration. So I was going through the FBI background checks and all of the attendant paperwork that one has to do. uh, And then they lost the election. So that ended it. uh, But right now, as I've said, even during the time of Trump's ascendancy, Trump was the alternative to a, a worse alternative. And people don't love Trump as much as they hate the other team and Trump represented to him, to them, the antithesis of everything, the sort of consensus government from Clinton to Bush to to Obama uh, had represented in American history. He was a black swan, uh, a very imperfect vessel for conservative values, never really a conservative himself. He is effectively uh, a changed Democrat, someone who, to use the vogish term, transitioned from de- Democrat to Republican. Now, uh, Larry makes a good point that Ron DeSantis, who I also know personally, uh, is a much better candidate than Donald Trump. He stands for many more conservative values and principles than Donald Trump. But right now, the electorate doesn't know Ron DeSantis. We're still a long way from from. But he the, but the he primers. is.
0: But he is far more right than even Donald Trump is. I mean, if that's possible. Oh, yes.
1: And, yeah,
0: absolutely. And everyone on. on this side of the aisle wants that. They
1: want to see someone. We're not we're getting,
0: we're getting out of everybody. I know, mean
1: people that, on the right. People want to right, see yes. that kind of program. So right now they think Trump will give that to him. But my point, I'll be brief about it, is Trump had four years to do this and he didn't. And so much of conservative thought, and you'll see it on Twitter and you'll watch the numbers move, says, why should we believe him to say he's going to do X, Y and Z? When he didn't do X, Y, and Z the first time. And then you get a whole bunch of noise from Trump supporters saying, well, he couldn't because they hated him and they sandbagged him and they listened to him, and all of which may or may not be true. But it doesn't matter the fact is it didn't he didn't get the job done it's time for people to move on frankly i think the best ticket for america right now would be bobby kennedy against desantis i think that would give everybody a real choice and kennedy would be a very formidable opponent joe biden is
0: not going to be the democrat presidential nominee next year not going to be Larry, would you agree with that? Because when we watch, and, and I have a clip, actually, of Joe Biden there just for a second. Of course, his most recent gaffe. Just have a quick listen to this.
1: <laughs> All right. God save the Queen, man.
0: I mean... He does. He did say, by the way, he suggested that he said it to somebody in his audience. That's what his people said, that he was a, a private joke between him and somebody in his audience. I don't think so. I think they're just making excuses for him. Again, he didn't know which way to walk off the stage, had to be escorted right. off the stage. I mean, Larry, it's fair to say, let's not be ageist about it. He's incapable of being the president of the free world.
2: Well, I you know, I mean, I, I don't. I don't think that's entirely fair. Uh, I, I I don't think that yeah. Th- there's no question about it. Anyone who watches and who's objective will say that Joe Biden is past his prime. There's no doubt about that. But it, it, to get to the real politique of it, um, you know, Joe Biden and in all like barring something completely unforeseen, Joe Biden will be the Democratic nominee for president. Um, and, and, the, the, and the reality is, if if we do have a rematch. Uh, between Donald Trump uh, and Joe Biden, for an awful lot of Americans, especially the Americans who decide elections, uh, that that floating cadre of people in the middle, um, they will probably vote for Joe Biden not because of any great love or because they think uh, you know he's he's got a lot to offer, but they will vote for him because uh, the alternative in the form of Donald Trump is what they cannot bear. Uh, and what what they won't what they under any circumstance what they won't go for, so there really is kind of an appalling vista uh, in American politics between uh, you know D- Donald Trump who is uh, a moral reprobate uh, and Joe Biden who is decades past his prime, and, and I think that that poses fundamentally difficult questions uh, for American democracy uh, and for
0: where we're headed. In relation to the Democrats at the moment, the other candidate, of course, Robert Kennedy Jr., who only a month ago most people would have written off as some conspiracy theorist anti-vaxxer. Of course, that whole story over the last 24 hours has accelerated because Joe Rogan and other investors have said they would give a million a million dollars to charity if this professor, of course, who went against the, the Joe Rogan interview with Robert Kennedy uh, is, is willing to come on the air and debate him. The man is a quite intelligent man. I watched an interview with him the other night. He didn't go on too much about the anti-vax part of it. And he doesn't call it anti-vax, by the way, he calls it facts. I think people are seeing a different side to him. Um, I think he's gaining popularity. I don't know what he's like in the polls at the moment. But, Larry, is he an option for the Democrats? Because with the Democrats... There's a little bit of both, I think, mixed in when it comes to Robert Kennedy. There's a little bit on the right. There's a little bit on the left. He might be a slight change of direction for the Democrats to actually get in the door.
2: Robert F. Kennedy's probably running in the wrong primary, Niall. Uh, the reality is the, the audience for the message that he is uh, espousing, if there is an audience, and I'm not sh- sure how big it is, but if there is an audience, that audience is within the Republican Party. Uh, That audience is not within uh, the Democratic Party. So uh, to my way of thinking, I can't see uh, a scenario in which uh, Robert F. Kennedy garners uh, any kind of real momentum uh, or poses a serious threat uh, to Joe Biden. My my guess is that Joe Biden will continue uh, to ignore him uh, and that, you know, Kennedy may get some votes, uh, but it will be a, a, a smallish, Uh, percentage of the Democratic primary electorate. If he were running as a Republican, uh, that might be very interesting. But uh, on his side of the aisle, uh, I just don't see where he goes.
0: Yeah, Michael, that's a fair point. He's probably running running for the wrong team, really, isn't he? Because if we go back to the original election between Biden and Donald Trump, going back a long time ago. Of course, the turning point for Donald Trump was what he said that the it was uh, a fake story that they they had weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, and then he became the enemy of the state from that particular point on. You've now got Robert Kennedy saying things very similar, uh, you know, shouting out about all these conspiracy theories, or some people would say facts, uh, and giving out what some people class as misinformation about vaccines, which other people would say they're factual. He's kind of running on the same wrong party, isn't he?
1: Well, not not exactly. I think he's running much more in in terms of his own family tradition. Larry's in Boston. I'm in western New England. And so, you know, we're all steeped in the Kennedy mythos here. Uh, I'm a baby boomer. And I've said now on Twitter, and a lot of people are agreeing with me, do not underestimate the appeal of the Kennedys to a huge slice of the electorate that is not necessarily partisan that you you might be very surprised at how well rfk jr does and some another wild card factor uh, larry you mentioned you know in case something unforeseen happens who was it that said three days or a week is a long time in politics no one saw bobby kennedy coming but the COVID hoax has really opened many americans eyes to the loss of civil liberties, not only in this country, but around the world, to the blatant falsehoods that these doctors who are paid shills for the pharmaceutical industry uh, have foisted upon us, to the death toll, to the broken personal relationships. What they did to this country is so despicable and so reprehensible that they are crying out, for revenge against the people that did this now if kennedy represents that he will have cross ticket appeal like you wouldn't believe desantis on the other hand is going to be a much better bearer of the conservative standard uh people like the fact that he's poking disney right in the face that that gets a lot of support from people who have finally had enough of woke and lgbtq and all these uh, all of this notion that boys can be girls and girls can be boys at some point, the American public, which is not leftist, which is
0: not, Well, 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 clearly some of them are, Michael, because, you know, some of them are quite happy to listen to what he has to say. And by the way, let me just come to Larry on that. Larry, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, of course, Biden and the Democrats and what they will and won't accept. I mean, and even people, I suppose, who are on the left would suggest, for example, that what went on on the White House lawn last week, you know, to the American flag. And actually, Ron DeSantis said something very quickly about it. I'll just play that clip there of Ron DeSantis and what he actually said about what went on there. Go ahead.
1: You know, when they had at the White House, you know, this transgender flag as the precedence over the American flag, that's wrong. That is not how you display the American flag.
0: That, Larry, seems to get him a lot of votes. But... I think even on the left, people think that Biden and the Democrats, when it comes to LGBTQ, when it comes to matters of COVID, for example, I mean, I know more recently now, there's now suggestions it did leak from a lab in Wuhan. People were actually banned uh-huh. from social media for suggesting that going back two years ago. And now it looks like that actually may be true. So from people from the left, they might even be thinking to themselves, you know, I kind of like this stuff. I don't want, you know, pride flags hanging from the White House lawn and people topless jumping around having a party in the White House. They see that as disrespectful.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's definitely a point there um, uh, when, when it comes to for, for, for the LGBT issue or for the abortion issue. Uh, I think those are more complicated for uh, Republicans. But when it comes to gender identity, uh, I think that even on the left, as you say, uh, I think that there's an awful lot of distrust and, uh, quite frankly, anger. Uh, about the way that that is being portrayed. Uh, and I think an awful lot of Americans say enough is enough uh, on that front. Uh, mm-hmm. And when Democrats start to talk about uh, those issues, uh, I think they're on a losing uh, kick. Uh, and I think that that's a problem uh, for them. So I think when it comes to the culture wars, you're going to see Democrats continue to stress uh, abortion, which, which they feel Uh, In the wake of Roe versus Wade being overturned, they feel that they have uh, political capital to be made there. But if they start talking about gender identity, in particular, uh, when they start talking about uh, education in schools, and here's where Republicans have a big big advantage uh, in parental control uh, over what kids are taught in school, uh, I think Republicans have a serious wedge issue uh, that they can work with.
0: With the exception of California, of course, and San Francisco. I mean, obviously, Texas and Florida have brought in a lot of those legislation, including banning puberty blockers and operations on children under the age of 18. I think that's going to be an advantage. And, of course, Ron DeSantis is heralding that at the moment as well. But getting back to what Michael was talking about, Larry, the COVID issue, I don't know what the sense in America is. You know, do they feel that there was an overreaction to COVID-19? Michael clearly does. There was an overreaction to COVID-19. Is Anthony Fauci responsible? Of course, because you know, gain of function. Of course, is what's now being blamed in Wuhan on a leaked virus. There, that of course was poo pooed when Donald Trump said it four years ago. You know, he was it was claimed he was some sort of conspiracy theorist. Now it turns out it actually probably is true. So, I mean, are the Americans angry about the way COVID was handled? Do you think?
2: Well, well, well. Look, I think the votes that are up for grabs, the people who feel the way that Michael does. I mean, they were never going to vote for Democrats anyway. Uh, I think the people whose votes are there for the taking will probably say that some of the measures here uh, went too far, that there was too much, that it got over the top. And and if Republicans want to make that point, uh, I think there are votes in that for them. Mm -hmm. If they go down the route that this is, you know, a total hoax, et cetera, et cetera, uh, I'm just not so sure Uh, How many votes they gain out of that? Again, people who believe that are going to be with them anyway. Uh, But if they do say that, look, we we believe in limited government, we believe things went too far, then they probably can play that uh, to their advantage. But if they over-egg it, uh, I think they'll probably lose on that one.
0: I mean, Michael, you're, you're talking about it being a hoax, not being a disadvantage to the Democrats. you got to remember who was in power during that hoax, of course, was Donald Trump, it was a Republican government. So he was the man. Well, he was he was driving
1: the car, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And that's another reason why he should not be the Republican candidate this year. His copybook has been seriously blotted and he's lost faith. And I make this point to, to Larry's. Yeah, the Repu- those Republicans aren't going to vote for Democrats anyway. On the other hand, they can stay home and a motivated base of angry righteously angry americans is going to be an amazing thing to watch if desantis can get himself organized and defeat trump and lead that banner and i think kennedy would be the only democrat who could stop him listen joe biden rigs this thing he and bernie bernie got robbed the last time joe biden was dead in the polls and all of a sudden he wins south carolina and suddenly he he gets the nomination the democrats weren't going to go down the road of nominating a literal communist uh so they can fix that nomination process any way they want but i just would say and i would encourage larry to think about this being in boston uh don't underestimate bobby kennedy or his appeal that's not the, you know at this point we're both way far away from the election and anything can happen But it's it's open and it's going to be an exciting and possibly dispositive
0: American election for a long time. I think I think finally, Larry, Fox News are playing a a big role in this. Of course, a lot of people given out of Fox News had displayed a a ticker table, as they call it, a lower third on the the bottom of their screen. Uh, What was it last week? And of course, I'll just show you the picture there in case you haven't seen it. Uh, Now There was a lot of trouble over this. It says, wannabe dictator speaks at the White House after having uh, his political rival arrested. The person responsible for that, the producer who put that up on the screen for 20 seconds, by the way, it was taken down very quickly, was fired the following day. Um, But a lot of people say the same thing, that you're either with Trump or you're against him, one or the other. In other words, you know, I mean, people don't really seem, within the Trump community, they don't really seem to have a choice. You're either with him or against him. There's no middle ground there.
2: Yeah, I mean, look that that's that's that that's a fact, and, and you know, look, it you know, it, the the cult of personality that has sprung up around Donald Trump uh, is extraordinary, and I think just coming back to to the culture wars and the culture, issue I mentioned a minute ago, uh, in particular, uh, why so many uh, conservatives uh, are loyal to Donald Trump is that at the end of the day, he gave them the Supreme Court. That they wanted he did what countless Republicans have said they would do which is to overturn Roe versus Wade Donald Trump delivered for them uh, on that and that's in my view that's w- the main reason why uh, so many of them uh, are as loyal to him as they are the reality is you know look uh, America has moved on things that, the, the people in the middle as I've said uh, are done with Trump but there remains that reservoir of uh, of loyalty to him so you know look I, I, from michael's point of view for anyone who who wants to see a conservative government uh a conservative president of the united states um you know if you if you're with trump uh it's going to be very very difficult because i just can't see uh, him getting over the line uh in a general election will he, he go to
0: jail by the way do you think he'll go to jail
2: I, I uh, frankly, no, I don't. Uh, I mean, I think these charges he faces in Florida, uh, this is more serious than anything else. Uh, I think this is more credible than anything else from a, a legal well, one, point of one,
0: view. One particular document about nuclear weapons uh, clearly is a, quite a serious one that they're talking about. Yeah,
2: uh, uh, absolutely. This is the most serious thing um, that he's staring down the barrel of. But the reality now is, even since all of this has happened, his numbers haven't moved. I mean, they're, they're still uh, he's as strong uh, as ever. But this certainly is the strongest thing. Will he go to jail? My guess is no. My guess at the end of the day is that no matter what happens, even if he's convicted, uh, I think the specter of an American president uh, in an orange jumpsuit going off to to, to serve in federal prison. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. But
0: who knows? Yeah, well, I think, Michael, you had suggested to me before, if he did go to jail, he'd have to have his uh, his unit with him. He'd have to have his protection with him, because, of course, he gets that as an American president for the rest of his life. So they'd all yeah. have to be standing outside the cell beside him.
1: Yeah, there's no chance Trump's going to go to, the, there go to was jail. One, there I, was
0: one president went to jail, wasn't there? One American president, a socialist president, who actually ran for election, if I remember rightly, in well, history of America. That
1: was Eugene Debs, who was a candidate. He was a socialist candidate back then turn of the last century uh, but i agree with larry that if trump's the republican nominee he will lose the election he will lose to a Baker, which is what we have right now for president or he will lose to a younger more vital man but he doesn't have enough numbers in the trump base anymore to put him over the top so that's the face that's
0: the okay. thing the republicans have to face is that reality which is not going to go away OK, and your prediction, Michael, is we're going to see Robert Kennedy and Ron DeSantis and your money's on uh, Ron DeSantis, I assume. Well, it's not a it's
1: not a prediction, but I'd like to see that because that would give Americans a, a real choice for the first time in a long time. And uh, Larry, what's your prediction?
2: My, my prediction is that a, a rematch between Biden and Trump and Biden will will, will win again. But I, I think it will be uh, a, a profoundly sad uh, election for the United States. And again, People say 330 million people, so much talent, so much diversity, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and these why two why people, these uh, two? Great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Would you rather be yeah. killed by a tiger or a wolf? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, thank you very much indeed, gentlemen. I appreciate both of you getting up so early in the morning because I know you're both in the United States. And thank you very much for joining me, Larry and Michael. Thank you. The multi award winning Nile boiling podcast.